When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Grappling fans? Who's the Hey, what's going on, Grappling fans? Welcome back to another episode of Who's Number One. Hope you've all had a great week. My guest, or my co-host here, Michael Sears, looks a bit different today. Has better hair, better glasses, classic. Reed more handsome. Connell back in the house. What's going on, Reed? We haven't shared a show together I in know. a minute. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, like old times, man. Um, yeah, man, you know, just just same thing everybody else is doing. Nothing, nothing new to report. Just so. growing out the facial hair. I, yep. I'm on that train too. <laughs> Anyways, joining us today, we have a, a world champion, one of the, one of the leading figures in competitive jujitsu today. Down in Brazil right now, kind of riding out the quarantine, seeing what's going on with coronavirus. We're talking about Lucas Hulk Barbosa. What's going on, my friend? How you doing today? What's up, guys? What's here? Up, <laughs> Thanks for everything for inviting me. So, uh, what's new, man? I, I, we were just talking off camera a little bit, and you said you've been in Brazil. How long have you been hanging out at home, and uh, what's it like down there right now? Yeah, man. First, I came here... Um, like two weeks ago, spent a week in Sao Paulo, trained with the people from the uh, Dream Art, which is like, uh, you know, by NC. Then came to visit my family, do some stuff here, but now I'm ready to go home. <laughs> All right, I heard that um, the gym is going to be open uh, soon, so I uh, just want to get training and get prepared for the new uh, tournaments. But yeah, for now, just taking a little bit of time here. Resting, see family and friends, like, but everyone with mask and with the social distancing thing, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. So you were in Sao Paulo. Uh, are you still there now, or, or where are you currently? Where Where's your family at right uh, now? Right now, I'm in Horaima. Horaima, this is a like a state above uh, Amazonas. Um, so this is where where, where I'm where I was where I'm born and raised. So. Yeah, it's not. I I haven't. Um, I haven't. I never talked that much about like the state here, but like it's very small, and a lot of people don't know. But yeah, back home. So uh, Ge- geography is definitely not my strong. Suit. I didn't know there's anything north of Manaus. Oh, so yes. I thought that just kind of ended at the ocean. Yeah. So. But is is this <laughs> is that the um like. The Cabras de Pest um, kind of region. I rem- do I remember? Oh man, it's a throwback. Do, do I remember? No, no I'm wrong. I feel like I remember. Here, like where people we, we fight with uh, bulls, cows. Yeah, yeah. Bulls and cows. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I, I feel like I see, I've seen you wear <laughs> wear some of the. Where are you from? I was like, man, I'm from. I'm this. I'm the state in by the Amazon. You know, it's northern Brazil. 
Well, yeah, like, oh, how do you train there? I was like, man, I train with monkeys and, you know, tigers. <laughs> and That's the secret. Really? And they believe it. <laughs> you put your life on the line every single day with those monkeys, man. Those guys are strong. Um, Sounds fun. So what do you do when, to, to uh, stay busy on a day-to-day basis? You know, uh, are you doing any jiu-jitsu right now? Are you working out? Like, how are you staying sane? Yeah, the good thing about here, I have a uh, better access to train than U.S. In U.S., um, everything is closed, or you can if you have a gym or your house or you can do but there I had anything I just had a mat and I was in a, in a I'm roommate with Kynan so Kynan he's like dude I'm going to Brazil he's like well I'm not going to stay here alone and have, I don't have anybody to train because we were putting the, the mats there and then retraining um, me and him but now he's once he's in Brazil uh, I was like you know what I'm just gonna go home and train too because here I have a, uh, my father has like a, he owns a gym so I can go there and work out plus I have uh, uh, my brother has his jiu-jitsu gym here where I started so we just basically train me and him and another guy just not much but we, get, we can get some little bit of like sweat you know and yeah, I try to keep in shape. It's pretty hot. It's super hot here, though. You know, here's hard, man. Once like the difference training in US. When I spend like a long time training in US, when I come here, I feel that I have no cardio. Wow. It's just like humid, hot, and you try to breathe. It's like, oh my god, what the? <laughs> you miss it, so you're saying? Dude, yeah, say. <laughs> That's why, like, Manaus, all the guys from Manaus also, they have, like, really good shape. Like, when they train, they train, like, midday, like, 3 p.m. It's That's the hardest uh, uh, the hardest uh, time uh, uh, in the area, man. Like, Sounds terrible. Can, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's hard off here. <laughs> so, one thing I wanted to get into with you today, and uh, we're right on the topic right now, is kind of... Where you came from, you know, I don't really know that story. You're back home now, and uh, you know what? What was the jujitsu scene like growing up? Uh, how did you even find the sport? You know, just tell me a little bit about your story uh, with jujitsu. Um, yeah, uh, here when I started jujitsu, my firm for uh, I don't remember when it's uh, uh, exactly the day I I I. Train jiu jitsu, but I remember it was I already knew jiu jitsu. Um, I remember I was training like I used to have like we still hang out on my father's farm here, and then all the cousins and you know, our friends are going there. And I remember we training like grappling, and I just knew some just just knew like some like techniques, you know, like some on bars. I was like, man, that, like I don't like how do I know this? It was just like I think it was just something that. All right, it's like seeing people here, like wrestling, fighting. I think it was, we we just learned. But yeah, I did my first time. I was in school, and the my school would have like uh, uh, classes, jujitsu classes. And one time, I jumped in just to grapple the guy. The professor like, "Oh, go with this guy." It was like, "All right," and then. The guy couldn't tap me, you know, it gave me a really hard time. The, the, the professor kind of got, like, impressed, you know. And then he came to try to roll with me, and then he tapped me really fast. But, you know, I was just – I didn't know jiu-jitsu. I just went there to play. 
And I think that's what the, 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 the time that I realized that I was good at it. And then I found a gym um, with, my, with my cousin. He's a cop here. And all, uh, my, actually, my uncle, all, all, like, all the cops here, they train jiu-jitsu. So I was spending holidays at uh, um, his house. And he's like, you guys got to come. You guys got to come train. Like, you guys can't stay here in my house and not do anything. I was just, man, I just want to play video games. <laughs> it's like, no, you got to go and train. I was like, all right. So we took me and his kids um, to train. Um, but the thing is, the, the thing that I like, because I, 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 my, my, my cousin, we're both, we're brand new. We started training, but we, we try to beat, you know, beat each other. So I just tried, got interested in that just because I was like, I, I just want to be better than him. That's where I started liking jiu-jitsu. So, yeah, that's how I started. <laughs> so what did you like most about jiu-jitsu once you started kind of getting good at it? What, what kept you coming back to jiu-jitsu? Man, actually, that's, that, this is, was because I lost my first my, – my, like after a month training, I fought a tournament here. And I got beat up so bad for a guy. I was like, dude, me and my cousin, actually, we both got in the same division to try to win. But this guy, this kid, he he beat us, like, so bad. And he started crying. I was like, I was just trying to realize, like, man, I'm, I'm going to be good at this thing. Next time I'm going to fight this guy, I'm going to – I'm very competitive. You know, like, I was like, man, next time I'm going to fight, I'm going to kill this guy. So that's how I, like, I got interested because I got beat up so bad. I was like – I'm going to be good at this. And then I started training, training, and everyone saw that I have a talent. And then, um, and then uh, I fought this kid like six months later, and then I, and I kicked his ass so bad too. <laughs> How old were you at that point? Man, I was 16, I think. I started when I was 15. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I got my belts like really fast, so... Just went for uh, uh, was white to orange, orange, and uh, for orange I went straight to blue. I remember I was orange belt. I was training in Manaus. Where's the polo, right? Like everyone there, like jujitsu, so it's so popular there. So I used to go there to have uh, camps, and you know, before I'd go like big tournaments there, and I used to train with the like affili- affiliation. Um, from from my gym here, uh, so I went there and I trained with the professor. I was orange belt at the time, and the master like, "Oh, you want to train with me?" It was like, "All right." And then in a couple seconds, I passed his guard, and and then I was just a kid. And after uh, at the end of the class, he's like, "You can't, you cannot be an orange belt. Come here." And he just gave me a blue belt. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was very impressive. It was like. What? Yeah, it was it was cool. I, mean, I have like some really cool stories about that. I like. Yeah, man, tell me some more. I, I I've always wanted to know more about you know what it's like there. It's a different world, I yeah. think, than many places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here was here like you have all this um, all this this uh thing about people who come visit. You know, it's like. Like those guys, like they like, oh, I'm gonna go visit your gym. I'm gonna train there with you guys, but kind of go there just to check, like how your how your level is, right? So this was the first time, like a guy came to my brother's gym, like, hey, this guy he talks shit every time he goes uh, to somebody's gym. He 
if you don't if you don't roll with him, if he tap you, he talked to everyone and say that you're not you're you you're you're not good. It was like, oh okay. And I was orange belt at, uh, uh, back at the time, and the guy was like brown, I think. And then my oh, brother talked shit about tapping orange belts when he's a brown belt. I don't know about that guy. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but like he goes to the gym and he smash everyone's like, man, I just went to that gym and I beat and I beat and I beat everyone. And you know, they just just tell this to everyone. So, and one day he, he because my brother he like when like when we opened the gym, it was just like it was brand new, and he he came there to visit. And then he came to roll. Like he gave it like a tough round to my brother. I don't know if my brother uh, won the round with him in the roll. But then my brother like, oh, go with him. And then I, and I was fighting with him. He was a brown belt at the time. And uh, and then and then I would have a nice roll. And then I got him a baronero. <laughs> and I got him a baronero. I trapped his hand, but somehow he couldn't tap. I think and he passed. <laughs> Likely story. I've heard that, that one was, before. That was the first time I saw a guy like passing, I was like, "Oh my god, I killed this dude!" And my brother like, "Chill, chill, hold on, just get out of here." And I never see passing out, you know. And he's like, "Dude, calm down." I was like, "Okay, okay." And he started shaking the guy's leg, and the guy woke up. <laughs> and pretty funny, my brother. I know one thing: he's not gonna talk bad. Uh, he's not gonna talk bad things about Origin now. <laughs> so I see. That day, <laughs> you weren't gonna be the butt yeah. of his joke, the butt of his story. <laughs> like, do you people do this? Like, they used to do this here. Like, I don't know if they these people still they still do that. But um, I feel like if you left, if someone wants to go to Atos right now, like to see the level, they they already know that you know, because they're like you never know if you're gonna win uh, a, a, all the rounds because everyone you're gonna find every every round that you go. It's it's totally a different game, and all the all the guys are tough. So, um, yeah, you can say you're gonna gonna go there and, and beat everyone. So, what's protocol for for when you go to a new new gym or a, a different gym than Atos? Do, do you like going to it to a different gym, and do you just have to expect that you're gonna just go kind of like balls to the wall with everybody like the entire time? Since you are like the newcomer. Yeah, I feel I feel that every time that I go to the new gym, of course, you gotta respect the rules and everything. But I try I try to roll nice, try to roll at the same level as the people are rolling with me. You know, I don't want to go there and just start hurting people and you know do like if I feel the guy who wants to go and like if he's going hard with me, I was just gonna hard, go hard with him. But if he, he's he's gotta try to be chill, you know, I'm I try respect. Um, even with professor, I don't. Like the the uh, I, for me, I feel like I I would I'll treat him the way he treats me on the round on the roll, you know. But yeah, that's a good lesson to learn. But I try, for sure. yeah, I just try to get nice. <laughs> a lot of people see me like, man, that's the hook. I'm gonna go hard on him. Then a lot of I people want to kill me, you know. And I was like, <laughs> let's go. You guys are a little crazy. Yeah, I think. be careful what you wish for. Like I don't know, but. All right, hold on. I'm going to take a little bit of pre-workout here. Oh, oh. <laughs> get pumped for the interview. I like it. Man, I wish I had some over here too. I, I will mm. say I like watching those roles. Like the guy who's like, I'm going to test myself really hard against the pro. I'm like, sick. I'm going to watch. <laughs> like, yeah. This is going to be fun for me. <laughs> 
So, yeah. Is that how you normally take pre-workout? Yeah, pretty much like this, but just under the tongue. Swallow, put some water. Usually, like, because I'm going to, after this, I'm going to try to run. So, <laughs> so I'm going to, yeah, a lot of people, they take, like, I don't, I don't, I don't take that much, but, yeah, I feel that, I feel that taking pre-workout before my, comp- uh, on my competition, like, it doesn't help me a lot. It reminds me of the cinnamon challenge. Do you remember that when you do, like, a spoonful of cinnamon? I've never done it. I never did it, but yeah, you see people try it, and then they just basically vomit cinnamon. (laughs) That's what I would think (laughs) would happen to me. So Hulk, you were a a talented kid, you know. You you were were traveling around even as an orange belt, getting serious about competition. When did you realize that jujitsu was kind of a big deal? That there are world championships, and you know, when did you think, man, I want to do that one day? Like, I want to go travel and compete. You know, what was that like? Yeah, like. I used to I used to travel a lot of Manaus to Manaus to um to compete. So Jacare was one of the I remember when I was still white belt. Uh, I was already thinking about being a being a professional because I used to watch a lot of Jacare because Jacare was used still a hero here in this area because he came from the north. He lived in the north. He got uh, very popular here. So everyone used to talk about uh, used to talk uh, about him. And then, and I was like, you know, and I, one time I competed in Manaus. Yeah, my first time competing in Manaus, I had like six fights as a white belt, man. It was crazy. Like six fights as a white belt. I was like, dude, super challenging for me. And then um, was when I won that tournament, I, 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 it was a big tournament in Manaus. And then I was like, dude. Everyone was just saying, like, dude, you have talent. You should keep going. I was like, yeah. You just want to, like, one of the toughest, uh, the toughest division in the, uh, in the white belt, you know. And you're young. It was like, just start thinking about that. And then I saw Jack Iyer, too. But that day, after I went, it was like, man, I think I'm going to. He's already, like, um, I think he was, still, he was still on jiu-jitsu. And then, um, and then I... I just started like keep training, just try to having fun, but still thinking about that the the, the option of being a world uh, being a world champion. Because here, when you when you come from a small town, you never know if you're gonna keep that dream or not. Because everything's hard here, you know. If it's hard for you to uh, to pay your flight to go to a different state, because so far it's hard to get a like good sponsor. But I always had that that thing in my mind of uh, being a world champion. That was like a dream that I want to um, re- uh, make it happen. Um, so, but I I feel that I every I, I was I just keep doing what I what what I what uh, what what I was good good at I was training and competing, and then and I and I started like new opportunities. Um, coming from for me, and then I and that that was the time that I that I, that I had the opportunity to move to Rio and train there, and it was that was the day that I was like, man, I would go going to be a hundred percent focused on this. So it was really it was tough, but on the beginning, but afterwards, like everyone that sought me uh, working hard, they they believed in me, so. It, I think that's the thing that make that makes me um, 
realize everything. It was just like training hard. Um, I was trying to keep focus on on the goal of being a world champion. I never thought like, oh, this is hard, but yeah, I'm just gonna keep going. And then, yeah, everyone, everyone like the opportunities came. Trained with good guys, won uh, big tournaments, and when I saw, it, I was just already leaving the United States. Did you have other things going on? Um, did you have like a, a plan B or something like that in case jujitsu didn't work out? Oh uh, yeah, I was like. I feel I like because here uh, my my parents they're all like, hey, you gotta go to school. You know, you already have eighteen years old. You gotta go to college. Actually, you gotta go to college. You gotta get a job. You know, you know, like you're because I started jiu when I was fifteen, so uh, I didn't have that much that that much support after when I was I was the eighteen. So they're all putting pressure on me, like, hey, you got to do something. And uh, either you want to get a job or go to college here, or I will keep training jiu-jitsu. But um, it took me a while. Uh, I, le- I left my hometown when I was 20. So I tried to, I tried to go to university here. Uh, I, did the ta- I passed on the task to go uh, to university. But at the same time, I got the invitation to move to Rio. So I was like, man, I'm going to try to do jiu-jitsu because that's what I love. I don't see myself going to college right now. And I'm just going to try to make this dream come true. And if it doesn't work, I'll come back and go to school again. So, yeah. Where did, that's you, pretty uh, much what... where did you end up in Rio? You know, who invited you? And, uh, you know, what belt were you at this time? Uh, what, what was yeah, the situation? I was purple belt at the time. I was very – was, that, that was – that time was I was really confused about my life. I was like, man, I'm gonna I will stop jujitsu, so I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna try and find a job, and then they have this tournament here uh, in my hometown. And I remember I remember Albert Santos. He came he because Albert he's from my hometown too. So we we all grew up uh, me and him, but we always had like I, I fought Albert like three times already when we were kids. And then we were, we were, we have that um, rival. Well, we were rivals here, and uh, close matches in it, early times. Uh huh. We you and Herbert had some close matches. Oh yeah, I, but I be I be in all the all, all the matches. Okay. <laughs> when he, okay. He, my side, now he's like double of me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was just a skinny dude. And we used to fight, and then I uh, all the three times we were when we were juvenile, I beat him. But uh, at this time, we were like he was here. He I moved to Manaus. He just came here to, to fight, and he wants to fight me so bad. And then um, this guy also came, the professor from Rio. He was in Manaus, um, and he saw I had a tournament here, so he took his 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 kids to fight and see like the level. So he was trying to invite people to train with him his gym so i fought i won my division but i didn't want to fight the absolute because i wasn't training i was just like um i was i was just working a lot for my father and i remember albert came to the absolute and everyone was like hey albert want to fight you i was like dude i don't want to fight absolute i'm not training why i'm gonna fight him so i remember that like like oh but you know so you're not gonna fight the absolute right i was like no so don't I, don't cite me 
uh, they'll sign me up on an episode of Division. It's like, okay, dude. And then when I when I heard, like, everyone was like, yo, everyone, the 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 ring the ring coordinator is calling everyone for that for the absolute, and they called my name. I was like, who the fucking put my name on the on the <laughs> shit? I told everyone, so mad, man. I when I realized it was Albert, he put my name down. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. That's classic. Yeah, he was like, dude, you were we were rivals. Yeah, at that time we were like, you have that uh, rivalry, right? That's how you got. That's yeah, yeah. how you say. Yeah, and then the, and then I did. I end up not fighting. He won the division. Uh, he won the absolute. And the guy invited me. Like he sought me. Uh, someone told the guy about about me. And the guy invited me to move to Rio. And that was 2012. I was 20 years old, purple belt. And I moved there to try. And a couple months later, ever. He came to the to the gym also. The guy invi- invited Albert, so uh, we started leaving together. That's when we started becoming friends, close friends. And now, like uh, me and here have a really good relationship. Like even, like every time that I that I see him, we hang out, train. So actually, like when I when I came here, when yeah, I flew to São Paulo, and then I flew to my hometown. I was just hanging out with him there. We got some um, cardio. We run some stairs. But yeah, man. Back in the day, we 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 should have we we used to hate each other. <laughs> That's <laughs> a remember, crazy story, man. I love it. Did this one time, one, one like uh, I remember. Also, one time we have like a tournament here. Um, not a tournament. His gym was to be the big. Uh, it was the biggest gym here in the on the state on the on my state on the city, and they have this like uh, how how you say. Uh, just a tournament for the gym, for his own gym. Like they used to have only like uh, they put the mats on the on the park, and then they they put a competition to all uh, just to the people from his gym. And then I I was passing there just to see you know the the everyone training. And when I heard everyone's like the professor came like hey Aber say that he wants to fight you now. I was like what the fuck? <laughs> why. Like I was just watching, you know, the guys, the guys train, <laughs> and he was just like wanna beat me so bad because uh, I I used to beat him. He's like, uh, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna fight him because I really wanna fight. I was like, I'm gonna fight him, but then like my friend was with me, my teammates like, dude, don't do it. Your your brother might be mad because you didn't say anything. You don't have like a corn here. So I was like, oh, I'm not, I wanna fight him. I wanna beat him so bad now. I was so angry because he's. <laughs> Caught me out, but then I end up not fighting. But man, did you see before we used to, before we, we were friends, we used to have this rivalry. Yeah, it's amazing looking back, especially at those like old white belt tournaments and stuff like that. More and more, you talk to people like it seems like all you guys have been fighting each other for such a long time since white belt, blue belt, all these different people. You, you see the same faces uh, throughout the ranks. Yeah. Man, incredible. Yeah. So Hulk, um, was that Marcio Rodriguez's gym that you were training at in Rio uh, with Herberth and and so what was that like? You know, it's actually just a question from Michael Sears. He's not here right now, but he texted me and he's like, "Man, I, you you got to ask me about this, ask Hulk about this gym." You know, he, I guess Anna Rodriguez also trained there. You know, uh, Hudson yeah. too. 
and maybe Lots. Hudson. Yeah, Hudson, he, he came visit sometimes. He used to be really popular there. Uh, we used to have like Herbert living there. Um, Tayani, she, she, she lived in the same area. Uh, it's, it's, it wasn't, it's in the favela. Uh, it's the favela of Hilda's Pedras. So, yeah, Anna used to live there. Uh, Tayani, um, me, Ebert, Matils, uh, Matils Gabriel, uh, Gabriel. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, that's a, that's a, a good lot crew of row. So what's that, what's the vibe like there in, in the gym when you guys are all, all living there? Man, it, it was crazy because you used to you used to have twelve guys in a room like like this, <laughs> like That's everyone's tough. wow. Yeah, um, so we we um, a lot of guys from Manaus, and I was the only guy from my hometown. But uh, yeah, we used to train hard there. I didn't have that much. Uh, on on the beginning, it was good. I have like some. Some good training with uh, heavy guys, but then after uh, after a uh, couple time, a uh, couple couple years, Albert left, and all the big guys left. So I was only training with Mateus Gabriel on on the light the lightweight guys. But uh, but he he used to have a, a really good support. Like he he used to give us he used to pay um, our um, uh, used to pay the tournaments. Used to pay food, you know, uh, some trips. So he, for the beginning, he, he it was a really good, um, like a good support to start, you know. Uh, the gym was pretty big. Um, we we all we 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 were we all were. Um, let me see, uh, Tiani. Uh, I used to train with Tiani there. She was super tough too. I feel that I feel that she she she's different now. She has like she uh, she she level up her her game. Uh, she used to only pass, but now um, she does she does she does everything. Like, but I feel that everyone like we have a good relationship. We just have like different opportunities. Like, Ebert got better opportunity to move to São Paulo. And then everyone starts split, and then we end up like this. But it was said, super cool. You said uh, you were living there for a couple of years. I mean, th that's some serious dedication to live in a, a small room with a bunch of people. Um, you know, what was that like? Did you did you see a path to becoming a black belt world champion there? Was it the right move for you? Or? Yeah, for me, I, I just need a gym and opportunity because my hometown is far from the, all the tournaments in São Paulo, and for you to pay. Um, Tickets to go to Sao Paulo was super expensive. So moving to Rio, it was way easier for me to compete the the Rio Rio International Open, Sao Paulo International Open, the Brazilian Nationals. All the tournaments were closed because plus, you, the back in the day the media used to be all uh, on the on the area. Now it's all in the U.S. Sure, but sure. Uh, like everything, Gracie, Maggie, all the big tournaments were there. So for you to get uh, to get um, to get famous there was way easier. So I was like, man, I have a gym. I'm here close to all the big tournaments, fighting with the best guys. So I feel that if I train hard here, if I win this tournament, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm, pretty sure I'm going to become world champion. So um, first competition I, I fought, big competition was the Rio Open. It was like the same level as Brazilian National. 
So I won the I won that tournament. I won my division. Got third in the absolute. But uh, yeah, and I started realizing that like, man, um, I'm I, I I have the I have the the level, you know, I have the the chance to be a world champion because I'm training with I'm fighting with all the best guys here, and uh, yeah, so moving there helped me a lot because. Dude, if you if you move for your from your house and you're living with twelve guys chasing your dream, you must be really, um, uh, you, you must be focusing on on, on your goal. So, uh, what I what I was doing, I was just training hard every day. I was um, sacrificing myself because, dude, I didn't have no money. You know, I was like living with like, some people. I I have the support. You know, guy was paying my. My, my, my tournaments give me food so only for me to train so that that was actually um a really good starting for me to to chase my dreams so i at uh until today i have a really good appreciation for uh for Marcio. every time i come to brazil and i stop in rio i go there visit everyone i was giving some speech i was motivating the, the kids over there because i with like three uh what, what five people five athletes he took five athletes, you know. Today, um, we're, we're all five world, champ- uh, 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 world champions. So, yeah, that's amazing. You know, I, I wanted to yeah, ask I, you too. Um, you know, you guys, you, you listed off some of your training partners uh, that have become world champions, but you were all color belts at the time. Who was a uh, who was else? Who else? What other black belts were on the mats with you guys then? Was there anybody that we might know, or was it kind of just like a a killer stable of color belts? You know, it sounds pretty interesting. What do you mean? Like, uh, were, were there other high-level black belts on the mats, or was he really focused oh. on developing color belts? Yeah, it was pretty much color belts. They have some uh, black belts there, two or three, but they're, they're not they're – more. they're doing, like, MMA and jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. But they're focused more on the – he was focusing more on the, on the color belts, on, like, the young guys. Uh, because I feel that today, for you to in, – in, um, for you to, it's easier for you to invest on the the color on the color belts because you can, um, you can you you can build them. You know, you can you can build them to be a work uh, black belt. Then you take in a black belt from the zero and start build because it's really hard for you um, to start uh, building a guy while his black belt. You know what I'm saying? Like to train him. What they are. Yeah, it's like if you start like I I I rather invest in a, like invest in a guy which is a a color belt like a juvenile. If you see it like the way Mendes does, the, he always takes the the juvenile guys and they start building uh, training that that can build up the game, and then it's easier for them to um, to level up that guys to to have a, a high level on the black belt once they once they they get the black belt. But if you take a guy that's already black belt and then you start and then you start um um like try to build build uh try to build his game for 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 that division, it's already going to be tough because for you to, to to go to uh uh if you're not if you're not like a uh that if you that ha- if you don't have that high level uh con- uh competition like like that high level 
training before and you just start doing now to to become a world champ is going to be way tougher. So when when you started as a kid, like with the, the collar belts, it's way it's way easier for you to 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 fix the mistakes and everything. So I think that's pretty much what the guy was doing with us. He's taking all the collar belts, all the the young kids, and then he was he built that's all he built up his his gym too, you know, taking like young kids from 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 Manaus, from Haraima. How about um, any other rivals throughout the, some of your early um, jiu-jitsu career that we still see around today? What? Do you, uh, do you have any other rivals that we still see around today? Any rivals from your past? Uh, yeah. Like yeah, Irvin? Patrick Gardner was one of my rivals there. Like, we used to, we used to fight uh, since we were purple belt, but now he was like, uh, until I think the last time we fought was at the Europeans. Uh, at the medium and heavy division, uh, it was uh, in 2018. But now he's like heavyweight he's, he's or ADCC but, too. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but I mean, like we we are all always on the um, the same division on the, on the medium and heavyweight. We're all we're always fighting the Germans in Rio. You know, we're like I was back and forth. He's beating me, and I was beating him uh, until the black belt. But now, it's, yeah. But I think he's the only guy that I used to fight a lot in in, in Brazil, and I have that that thing that I'm in. I want to kill him, you know, because like well, after after that, you were like after the fight, we were all friends. We were all friends. He's he's a he's a cool dude. We were actually we were in São Paulo now. I was training with Zach. He's, he trains with Zach, and then I we we're just hanging out and talking. Uh, he's a he's a cool dude. Hmm. Very nice. So I'm down training in. Um... Fight sports down in Miami. We went down there and, oh, yeah, and saw yeah. him training with Cyborg and all those guys. Mohammed, it was crazy camp down there for ADCC. Yeah, exactly. for ADCC. How about um, when was the first time you went to uh, the World Championships? Um, man, I was purple belt. I was okay. purple belt, and uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get, I, I didn't win anything until I was black belt, man. <laughs> I didn't have any. I'm surprised to hear well, that. Yeah, kind of. I, have any world title until was I was uh, actually I got my world title was my first world title was uh, a brown belt but purple uh, blue purple I didn't have that much success so but I had one only one uh, world title as a brown and the the other one was the only world title of the world pro. That was the, the the year, but a year before I lost in the finals to Patrick Gaudio. Okay. But yeah, I and the worlds was in the U.S. Right, of course. Yes, exactly. What was that experience I, like coming up to the U.S. to compete? You know, come to California, all that. Man, it was good because I always wanted to come visit, you know, and, and and chase that dream of being a world champion, fight the pyramid. And but my first time when I got there, I was like, dude, that's crazy, that's insane. I got in the United States. My first day, uh, I was going to market, uh, and then uh, I saw the like it was it was that was the 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 the, the thing that it, it marked the day that I was like, dude, this is <laughs> this is insane. It was when I was going to the market, and the cops were like chasing a guy, and like. And the guy, like, uh, they were like, hey, the guys were walking the street, and the cops were like, hey, stop it. And the guy didn't want to stop. He kept walking and then started running. And the guy 
took the the taser, the taser the, 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 the one that you shoot the guy in the, in the, and you shot him. Oh my god! Yeah, the guy Welcome came to America. <laughs> and you were like, man, I can't. This, this is place awesome. Is awesome. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Paul. <Paula. laughs> and then, uh, yeah, but after, um, yeah, and I fought the tournament. I lost. But I was like, dude, I want to come back here. I want, I want, to, I want to win this shit. I want to live here. Um, everything was nice, and then that's was that's that that was the time that I was that I lost. I have like six match, and I lost in the choir finals, man. It was like <laughs> that's dang. a huge bracket. It was insane. I fought uh, a lot of guys, man. A lot of guys. I don't remember, but um, like the year after. I, I, I came back as a brown belt and I lost in the final. I hurt my knee really bad. And then the year after I won uh, brown belt, uh, the world titles in the, in the United States and the world pro. That was the only like big, big uh, the major tournaments that I, that I conquered because dude, when I was black belt, it took me a while to to win something. You know, a lot of people that that I used they used to be at the same generation. They used to win all the division from purple, brown, you know, and maybe black. But one of them, like some like some of the guys that they used to be in the media back in the day, like everyone's like, dude, this guy is going to be a world champion. You know, he's very talented. And but then when they got to the black belt. It was kind of tough. For the, like they didn't, they didn't do really well. It take it's it, like some of the guys that remember they're still, um, they're still there's not they're not world champion yet. But uh, I feel that like all this loss, the this, this, this loss that I took while I was the color belt, it helped me a lot to compete in the black belt division. Um, I I didn't win my um, I won my first world title, my first Nogi world title. I was a black belt um, in 2015, and then the next year, 2016, I didn't win. Um, I won one fight, and lost to the a second fight to Murillo Santana. In 2017, I lost in the quarterfinals to Homolo Bajau. In 2018 was when I won my first black belt world title. It one was when that year was the year that I that I that I made that I did the Grand Slam, won all the major tournaments in the IWJF. Yeah, 2018 was a huge year, and I definitely want to dive into that a little bit later. But let's talk about uh, moving to the United States and maybe how you met Andre Galvao and Athos. You know, I think it's been a huge uh, factor in your success. How did that How did that uh, connection come about? How did you meet Andre, and what was it like moving to Athos? Yeah, like um, when I used to go to Long Beach, I used to train at the Atos Long Beach. Uh, there's an Atos in, like near. Yeah, the, we've, the, we've even trained yeah, there before. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to go there um, to train, and then I got a really good connection with the professor there, and it's Kevin. And then I remember when I decided to move to the United States, I t- I told him like, "Hey, dude, um, I'm I'm because." It was hard for me to to pay for my flights 
all the time to to be back and forth, you know, fight Pan Ams, come back, go to Worlds, come back. So I was like, I think I'm going to go there and stay um, for a couple months, and then I will come back, you know, because everyone, every Brazilian guy, every Brazilian has a visa for six to stay for six months. So I was like, I'm going to spend six months training there, and I'll I'll spend a six months here, and I will go back. But uh, when I told the guys like, hey, I want to go there, and, and I will leave your gym. I don't. If you if you can get me a place there, I'll I'll be very, uh, I'll be very happy with the opportunities. Like, dude, I don't have any training for you here, so I feel that I feel I feel that if you want to come, if you move your ass, you should talk to Gal. Uh, you should train with Galvon. I was like, bro, but I never talked to him before. It's like I'll put you in contact. I'll I'll connect you with him. It was like okay, and then a, a minutes later, Galvon texted me on WhatsApp. It was like. Hey, what's up? And I was like, whoa, this is going well. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, professor. I started telling my story, like, man, I'm planning to move there, train, get, I'm trying to get some good trainings, and, um, you know, if you can give me the opportunity, like, yeah, man, come here, come train with us. And uh, I was, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna do that. And then I moved. And I remember when I when I I took a bus, I arrived, I took a bus, uh, took a bus, uh, just from LA to San Diego. It took me two hours and a half to arrive there. Josh Hinger picked me picked me up at the the bus station. <laughs> he was the first guy, man. That was the uh, so I I I I lived with him. And that he was my first roommate. And then I remember my first training, I was like so nervous. Like, man, I can't believe I'm training with Galvon and all these kids here. It was like Keenan, Galvon, it was Liera, JT. I was like, oh my God, it was like a, a kid on the playground. 2015? <laughs> yeah, uh, 2015, yeah. And then, yeah, it was, it was through this that I met. I, I met I met the Galvon uh, through Kevin. I just he just told me like, dude, you can you, you won't have enough training here, so the best training for you is gonna be in San Diego. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go there. Man, and then I talked up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so you were because obviously. I, I had a couple. I had a couple options to go, but I was like, man, I don't want to go to these gyms. I, I really want to go to Atos. That's that's where I want to go. So why do you want to go to Atos so bad? Because I feel that like the the game there was so. Um, it was uh, the diversity of uh, of training. It was it was it was better for me because you can train with Keenan. You can teach. Uh, you can learn how to do a, a, a warm guard, or you know, you can train with Mendes there. At back the time they were together, they, they were there. You can do the you know, learn how to the green ball, all the the, the different game. Golf long, good pressure, you know. Um, all like all all this, this I think for me I feel that everyone there was the perfect training for me to learn jiu jitsu because when I moved the brown when I when I was a purple uh, brown belt I feel that I didn't have any guard I used to play guard while I was a pur- purple belt but then I stopped because I was afraid of of, of risking my uh, my victories because I just want to take everybody down and pass and then I got used to do that all the time. But every time that I got swept, everyone was like, man, everyone was celebrating the win because they, they knew that I didn't have any guard back in the day. So um, when I moved to black belt, when I, when I got my black belt, I was like, man, I have to be, 
I have to be good at everything. So I feel that, but because I was watch, I used to watch all the, all of the 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 guys training, all the the all the fights, the people that are from Atos, and I was like, man, I, I feel they have like they're changing the game. I, I, I feel that they're they're, um, because uh, creating you see like all the guys doing the brim bolos, warm guard, and it's like, dude, that's where I want to go. And I want to learn all all this. And then when I moved there, it was exactly like that happened. I got, like, first day of training, I got lost. I didn't know what to do. Like, training Keenan, he, he, he called me to roll twice with him. Training with Galvan, guy smashed so bad. Guy smashed so bad. But I was like, I was feeling that, yeah, man, I will, I will, I will, I will be good at this. <laughs> you know, I feel kind of like the same as the first, uh, when I was a white belt, and then I, I got beat up from the guy. Um, and I was like, man, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll train, I'll train, and I'm gonna be good at this. And it was the same feeling when I got there, and then I saw everyone like beating, beat beating me up, and I feel like, man, I'll, I'll be good. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna learn how, to, how to train with these guys, and I'm gonna level up. And then, yeah, actually, that's what happened. I <laughs> did. Then it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Worked out. They kicking my ass. I remember I used to train with Andres Brnovsk. Man, I used to hate with him because he goes so hard, so hard, man. That he never stops. And then he's just. Um, I remember he used to beat me all the time for a month. And I was like, in this day, and I was like, dude, it was the only day that I was beating him. It was like, yes, man, I'm winning first time ever. I'm ready around. And then ten seconds, he like taps me. He almost passed me. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I, I crazy, I crazy so room. And then, um, but yeah, like I learned a lot from these guys, man. I don't know if you I remember. Was like, I was like, I feel like I was there around the time when you first got there because I was there. For, Right before Nogi Worlds, of course, we made that movie Inside Atos that uh, chronicles your first uh, black belt Nogi World Championship. And I, and I, I was there, and I knew, obviously, a lot of the other guys. And they were like, yo, you got to go interview this, this new guy that we got. We, we just, Lucas just got here from Brazil. You're like, you got to go talk to this guy. And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah. And, and I did an interview with you. And you didn't speak a lot of English. I remember. No. <laughs> but what a crazy... Still. I just, man, I'm, still, I'm getting better now. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, absolutely. But I, man, I just remember that that trip being like, because because I think it was the same time Andre was was preparing for um Burkut. Oh yes, yeah, the Burkut yeah, fight yeah. with with Homolo Bahal, and that was really one of like the first times where I was like, I saw Andre training with all you guys and JTs there screaming at you guys and everything, and like I was like frightened. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is the craziest training I've ever seen i was like i don't think i should be here <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of uh, intimidated when you see galvan man i like i like seeing him train every time that he does a camp i learned so much from him like all that day when i when i saw that actually that day was the first day that that i that i helped him train uh, because when i got there he he just fought uh where's the he fought Cyborg, I think. He just fought Cyborg, yeah, on the ADCC. Yeah, that's right. And took, yeah, he took a time, and then he was only only uh, he was only teaching, and then 
he got this fight to Ber- uh, to fight Homola Berkut, and then when it was the first time that I that I um, experienced uh, training and see him, and I got like you, you guys were like doing stare downs before before each like round. You guys were getting each other's faces and like do and like getting like yeah. right up close to each other, and I was like, this is so crazy. <laughs> That day I was like, dang, I love this. <laughs> because it gives me this bump, like seeing like Galvon, like, all right. And then in, in, he does exactly, if you see what they, he did, he did exactly like like how he trained at the at the Berkut. He was like, with Homo, he was just like serious and like not very friendly. And then he just started going hard and going hard all the time. He's a, I, I like Sydney training. It takes me. Um, it motivates me every time. I learned so much, especially this, uh, from this last time we at uh, the ADCC trained with him. Um, I had a, now I have a new um, perspective of how to like how to train for my tournaments. You know his his mindset's really good. All his strategy of trainings, yeah. I was blown he, away he, at he, that that fight. Uh, the, the way he basically outworked and dominated Felipe. I, I didn't predict that. I knew it'd be a tough fight, but I mean, he ran him down. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, like, I knew he was, man, I knew he was, um, his game was, it's, it's very, it's very strong for the ADCC, but I was like, kind of like, dude, Felipe's a tough guy too. You can never expect like what, what, uh, what is going to be. Um, but the way he was dominating Felipe and I was like, dude, this guy is insane. Yeah, because yeah, I was I was training with him like all like I was being his main uh, training partners. Like we always like, oh Lucas, let's go first. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like every day I had to roll with him, and there's a day that I went 40 minutes straight. That was the worst. The worst day. That was very hard. I think I made that idea. First four minutes of my life, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, Andre, you're ready, so man. You're ready. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you, after are, you, that, are you surprised sometimes watching Andre, like in, in what he is able to accomplish in a single day, and like what he's able to, to do? Because I feel like sometimes watching him work, it's it's hard to believe that one human can kind of do all those things. Man, the guy. What Andre is 38 years old. I feel that. Dude, you should tell you so get on that on that level and still motivated, man. Like, just think like how many preparation they had to do, you know. And it's not easy for you to do camps uh, and like deal with injuries all the time, deal with you know um, with that that pressure, that uh, that adrenaline all the time. And he he he's doing this until he's thirty eight. I was like. I'm very surprised. And if you say that, like, man, I can't fight anymore, I'm like, yeah, I understand you, you know, because, dude, it's not easy to to be um, on that that level, try to maintain that level. If you see him, he's like, work, he he works on his gym, like he's a he's a father, you know, he's a he's a he's a he's a man of church, and um, has a lot of stuff, and he still have to be in a Working as an athlete, it's super tough. And I feel that me, I only just train and teach sometimes. I feel that's a lot for me. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that guy is really, um, he really inspired me. 
besides uh, being a major source of motivation, just watching him, getting inspired, what else has Andre done to sort of help your game and, and guide you to becoming a world champion on a, on a technical level or just a coach level? Yeah, uh, I, I really trust him. I really trust like everyone, everything he said to me, everything that he said, like, dude, uh, you got to train this and you got to train uh, like this. Uh, you cannot do this and that. I really trust everything he said because um, if you see to the what I conquered today, it was all because uh, I followed what he what he does. But in a lot of people, a lot of people think that training from his own way, from their own way, it will it it, it will make you know it will make them better. But um, if you got one, say like, dude, you got to do five five uh, five rounds of ten minutes. And then I was like, dude, fuck that. I hate it. But what are you gonna do? I have to do it, you know, because he what? He's he 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 made he made world champions. He he's you know, conquered many things, but just doing what it like doing what uh what he does. So his experience counts a lot on that. Um and I feel that um everything like that I do it wrong, he comes, he corrects me. And, and I like the way he um, transmitted that confidence to me. Um, so everything, like before tournaments, I when he's on my corner, man, there's so much difference be, uh, when he's on my corner uh, than the other people. I, I on my, my my teammates, they know my game, but when when he's on my corner, I feel that I feel more, I feel more, um, I, I I feel calm and I feel more confident in my on my victories. Because he knows every all my all my moves, you know. His experience on fighting takes a lot. Uh, um, it's a lot of diff. Uh, it, it it takes a, a lot, It's a lot of difference. Um, makes a lot of difference on 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 the time to to fight. But yeah, man, all these preparations, all of this mindset, everything. I just try to listen to everything he said. Amazing. So. I think we've reached the part in the show where we can start going through some matches. Uh, the first some one, of your highlights. Some of your highlights. Yeah, these are great matches. You always put on a show, but these really stood out to me. The first one we're going to run here is uh, against a, a one of your black belt rivals. You've had a few good matches with him. This is Mateus Denise from 2018. Oh, yeah. This was a crazy match, man. Um, yeah, Mateus rival too, man. I forgot. Now, now that, that Patrick left the division, uh, Mateus Denise is... <laughs> Is the rival, the actual now. <laughs> one. So this yeah. was the, uh, the semifinal, right? Is that correct? Yeah, semifinal Worlds. Okay, so what's going through your mind right now? You know, Se- second day at Worlds, you know, they, they've pared the mats down. It's always everybody's dream, right, to kind of compete second day at Worlds here. The, the focus is on you guys. Uh-huh. Man, uh, that was quarterfinals. This is the quarterfinals. Yeah, quarterfinals because I, I after this I, I I did the semifinals with Hudson. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Quarterfinals. Um, I'm pretty sure I think it was that was semifinal or quarterfinals. I don't remember. I guess I can look at the results and see if uh, Denise placed or not. But anyways, this match started out tough uh, in the beginning for you. You were you were in a bit of trouble, uh, if I remember correctly. Tale of two matches almost. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, but that and I was like, man, um, before because I fought him the same uh, same year I fought him at the Pan Ams and I and I won the fight. But every time I feel that I fight Mateus, he always 
like it's better and better, like on knowing my game. Um, so I feel that this time he was he he was doing like really good. Um, he pulled guard. You see, like the way he pulled guard, he already trapped me on the half guard, which is uh, he's really good at that. It's a really strong. He's really strong in that position. So I feel that I was like, man, every time that I get in half, his half guard, I feel I feel in trouble. So what's going through your mind right now? You're just kind of trying to stay calm. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to try to stay calm. I would try to keep his back on the ground, but it was super tough because look, he was on his side. When the guy's on the half guard and you let him on the side, it's way easier for him to come up or sit up something. So I was trying to keep his back on the ground, but it was really tough. What I have, what I sh- should have done this, it was to try to get this underhook there. That would help me to like to avoid him to, to uh, avoid him his attacks. But yeah, it was super tough. Like once he sit up, man, this position it's so hard to defend. I hate actually I hate people I hate half guard. <laughs> I hate people <laughs> half guard against me because like you, you you get trapped. You can't move. You cannot do it. And my and my and my game is very explosive. You have to be. I like me. I like be moving side to side. You know until I I break the guy's mind and pass his guard. So uh, at this point he. He got really, um, really strong in that position. He trapped my leg, and I was just like thinking like a way to to escape it. And I heard Galvão like he, Galvão actually was telling me to was telling me to get the underhook, but I didn't have the opportunity because look, he was always making making my my make me uncomfortable. He was having my sleeve, see. Yeah, there on the yeah, I'm trying to tilt arm. you over with the leg. And he has a lapel too. It looks like uh, behind yeah. your leg. Yeah, you have the lapel on the sleeve, so super tough for me to keep my base. Look, man, so annoying. Oh my god, half guard is like the worst. But uh, yeah. But I like, I like, oh, boom. Keeps trying to come up. What do you, what, do you like competing at, at um, Worlds? Do you like these big moments? Do you feel like you, you rise to the occasion when, when the crowd's looking at you, when, when the focus is on you? Yeah. Um, I feel I feel, I feel feel very – because his alliance. Alliance is the, the biggest mm. uh, team. They got a big crowd. Yeah. So everyone is just like screaming at that moment. And, uh, and the Atos people were like, they were uh, in a different direction, and like so far, so I couldn't really hear them. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he's. I was. It. it, it I was, but I, I. I like. To, I like. But I like this kind of. I. I'm. I'm used to with that. Uh, competing with a lot of people, you know, it, it makes me. Um, it makes. Makes me have uh, now. I, I feel comfortable, and but on the beginning, I used to have a lot of problem with this. Like, oh my god, a lot of people see me. I used to get nervous, but now because I used to compete a lot, it helped me to deal with this. That's one of the things that I that I, I recommend all the guys, all the competitors, try to compete as much as they can because all this pressure, all this, all this experience will help them. Helps you deal with the nerves and stuff the more you uh, yeah. experience it. 
Yeah, I used to compete every weekend uh, when I was on uh, when I was trying to get uh, first in the ranking. Boom! Look at that. He get the single leg. He came up, and I tried to attack him. I was like, oh my god! Like, I tried to yeah, I tried to do like kind of uchimata. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck. That was fast. Really quick transition there to the back. Yeah, like my mistake, and then he got the points. I was like, dang. What is on my mind? Like, what I was thinking, I was only thinking, like, okay, he got uh, six point now. I uh, he he got, he his problem. I bet his problem. I mean, this is a bad position here. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. But this time, I was just thinking, like, man, I gotta escape from this, and I gotta stand up and 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 I don't know, and try to overcome. But I was first. I was just. I was worried about this choke. Yeah, how tight At was this? this? Yeah, yeah, one was tight. That this side was tight. Boom! I was like, I'm gonna pass out, but I'm not gonna tap. But I feel because I was controlling his sleeve, avoiding like to get the pressure, and I got a skip. And this time, boom! I jumped to his back. Yeah, that was amazing because I, I I couldn't tell you know how deep the choke was, but for you to be quick enough after getting out to jump on the back like that was pretty amazing. Yeah, um, because the the choke was uh, while he was like uh, when he's when why, uh, when once uh, he when when he was with his back on the uh, on the floor doing the bar and arrow it was choking me bad. But then when I turned belly down and and I got in control his sleeve, it took a little bit off, uh, took uh, took off that pressure from my neck, and then that was the time that I slipped my head out, and then. Uh, I skipped and I got to jump on his back, and at that at that time that when I started working my back attacks, had to change the tides a little bit here, right? You feel yeah, like you had to get him back now. Yeah, I was like man, I have to take him down now, take his back, you know, <laughs> try to get that points back. Did you ever feel like what you were you were out of the match at any point? Um. That it was too mean? many points, like that you could that yeah, you didn't have an avenue to win. But I was feeling that I I was feeling I have four minutes. I I still got enough time to 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 recover from that. So I was just trying to keep calm. But that's the thing. I was in a good position. I didn't want to miss this position. Hmm. Yeah, he was so hoping was, for a neutral reset there, huh? You could see he was trying to get reset without the, <laughs> the, the yeah the hooks. Yeah, boom. Secure his back, avoid him to leave. Like, if you can see, that one's wow. boom, like, yeah, got the choke. It's on, yeah, and it's on. This is one of my boom. favorite photos, man. I have you when you're doing like the gladiator pose, uh, I, where you're facing the crowd right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah tell- what's, what's this feeling yeah. like? Tell us. The people for Alliance, it was like, yeah. <laughs> What's that feeling like? What's going through through your veins right there at that moment? And I was like, I'm going to win this shit today. Today is my <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, but, it's one of my all-time yeah. favorite matches, man. Like, you're in so yeah. much trouble, as bad as it gets, and you come back. Change the tide so quickly, too. By submission. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of respect for Matils. He's like... The toughest opponent I uh, from my division, and then this fight was one of the best fight of my my career. Having the 
that thing it was it was really intense man i definitely <laughs> remember the crowd you know nuts. exploding yeah, it was fun Really? Yeah, everyone like everyone's like, oh my god, he's getting choked. And then I escaped, and I escaped, and everyone like, yeah. And then I just remember when I start working again, and I tag, and everyone's like screaming. Uh, the whole, like the whole, uh, the everyone, the pyramid will start like, yeah. <laughs> it was nice. super cool, nice. super cool. So I think that. We're going to skip this second match here of Jackson Souza because we're uh, running on a little low on time, and we'll go straight to Roberto Jimenez. Uh, that's the third clip we have here, Caleb. This is another oh. super fun match, really back and forth. Um, what do you like about doing super fights, Hulk? You know, it's a very different uh, situation than yeah. going through a tournament. How do you feel about those? Yeah, I f- yeah it's, it's, it's totally different um, energy because uh, I, feel, I feel that um, – being just having one fight and everyone watching you, um, uh, like they expect, they expect you to do like a great show. So it's different than the show. And like this, this fight win is a show. It's not a tournament where you have to um, like manage your points and everything. Here you have to submit, try to attack as much as you can. And if you see the fight, Mini Menes was very. Uh, uh, entertaining because we're like he was attacking me and I was attacking him and he got the the, the guard uh, he pulled the guard I did the, the interception got this position I was like okay now this is actually my one of the my strong strongest uh, position uh, you know the north south choke mm. uh, but yeah man this, it was a lot in there it was a lot going I was the adrenaline was like very intense. What was, were you surprised that he got out of that north-south? I mean, it looked pretty tight, and that's a yeah. hard position to get out of. Yeah, exactly. That position, that was, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a cherry guy, that, was, that position was one of my favorite. Like, every time that I get that position, I submit people. And he got he got escaped, and I was like, dang, I got kind of worried about it. It was like, just <laughs> energy here. <laughs> now I'm tired. <laughs> now, and then I was, at that time, I was just managing the uh, um, – a way to to recover a little bit and then start attacking again, because he he was like that was his uh, what his second su- big super fight because he had he had the the, the, the one with Keenan and he got really um, he surprised everyone by beating Keenan. So at this time he fought me and he, so he was he was hungry. He's still hungry. He's He's a young kid, right? From the yeah, his first year black belt. You know, did did you like yeah. his game? Did you like having a match against him? Yeah, I did. I did like it. It was a lot of people, um, uh, because he's young. A lot of people. He's he's new on the on the black belt, and a lot of people wants to see what what is what is what he has. You know, to the to the. To the old guys, to the old, to, to the. <laughs> How does that feel? To there was a time where you were the the, the young gun. <laughs> yeah, boom! He, he tried to take an armbar. Oh. Boom! Escape, got that hook, smash pressure. Boom! But yeah. How but, much uh, of a camp did you have going into this? If I remember correctly, you were down in Brazil, I think. Uh, what, oh, yeah. what, what was going on before this camp? Oh man, yeah. I feel that before that I fought the the Kasai 
and I was training so much. I feel that I didn't have any breaks from uh, ADCC until till then. And I was like, man, I need some break. And I saw, and it was Carnival in Brazil, and all my like my <laughs> brother, and my friends were here. And I saw a ticket for five hundred dollars. Like I'm going, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like kind of like a week, two weeks before this fight. And I was like, ah, I'm just gonna go there, spend four days, and come back. And then, uh, but uh, yeah, Carnival. Now, that, now that's <laughs> I, a fun time. <laughs> they say that's that could be a party. I feel that my 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 I was a lot. Of, it was a lot of going on my head. I and I need that that. Um, how you say that release like that have yeah. to chill that all depression and training from competition and training so when I came back from that I was like yeah I feel good now <laughs> hey you know Megaton says a happy athlete's a successful athlete and that's that guy wins exactly. a lot <laughs> wisdom from Megaton yeah that's how I run my camps too actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Megaton I remember that video like two weeks Ben <laughs> It's one of my all-time guys, favorite clips, man. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> He's a character. I love him. How many? You've done so, uh, quite a few fight to wins, though, right? You've done you've done a whole bunch of these. No, no. Actually, I won my second. second. My second? first fight to win was my first fight to win. It was 2016, I think, against uh, uh, Garn Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's know, the one you ever done, though. Back on the I, East Coast. I, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Exactly, um, and then after a long time, that was the, the I got I got a, the invitation again and I accepted the, the challenge with the Jimenez. So super cool, coming back to a victory. Do you like uh, submission only? You know, no points, not having to worry about giving up position. You know, how does that change your game? Yeah, I like it. I like when it's like this. Uh, fight to win. It's they they put ten minutes. You got. Uh, you try to attack as much as you can because it's submission only. So I feel that um, I don't. I don't like when it's uh, sub only, no time limit. I feel that's that's not a thing for me. But um, I like this. I like this rule where like you got enough time to attack people as much as you can. Um, you you can give. You can put on a show on this. So yeah, for me, ten minutes. Five twins. Uh, it's the for Sudona. It's for, for it's the best style. It's the best That's way to introduce. Roberto in this match right now could be up on the fight to win scorecards. You know they always reward submissions. He's had a few more than you. Are you worried about that at this point, or are you just you just enjoying the match? Yeah, no. I was actually I was worried about it because I felt that I have good I have good opportunities to submit him, and I didn't. But then afterward, he got these chokes, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the loop chokes on me. And then plus he got almost got into my back. And then and I was like, man, at this time I was like, now I have to submit him. And I feel that he kind of gave up at this point. That was the time that I, that I got on the, the arm bar. submission. I mean, that, yeah. that must I have hurt like your shoulder it. a little bit, man, that Kimura. Yeah, yeah, he definitely <laughs> went for it. Huh? Yeah, I thought, I thought he could. I thought he could escape from the the armbar. It was, it was, it was tight, but um, I don't know. I feel I feel that he could escape if he if he could like resist a little bit more. Mm. But uh, it was it was sick fight. Got that win. 
young kids, super talent. You know, I told him that I don't want to fight him again. So nice. I'd love to see it again. That that's a great match. You know, yeah, yeah that was fun. Because <laughs> uh, you know, like when you when you're young like that, you just you you, you know you, you you expect you're expecting so much, but um, if you do not win or you know, you cannot, you cannot get down. You just gotta keep, you know, keep facing your cha- facing the challenge, and maybe, maybe in the future, I'll fight him again. Let's see how it goes. But he's doing well. He's doing well on division. He's doing well on on, uh, on as a black belt. So yeah, yeah, we get to see him back in action very soon. He's coming to Third Coast Grappling this and this weekend this, too. This That's week, right. Yeah. He's on fight to win this weekend. So that was this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So Gabriel Almeida from Checkmate, he's fighting. That's oh, that's Saturday. This Saturday, uh, May sixteenth. Um, yeah, I, I might fight. I might fight the the Turcos too. They they invite me to fight the Amen Brackets thing. So, are you anxious uh, to get back, or are you you liking the the break a little bit from competition? How are you feeling about it? For what? For competition. You, you anxious to get back to uh, competing out there? You, yeah. you like it? Or? Yeah. Yeah, so bad. I just, uh, yeah, I, I just can't wait to train and, and compete because next month or what? Uh, this they already they started having tr- uh, the tournaments, the super fights. Uh, uh, this May, uh, this month of May, in June for me is the best because um, I can get time to get prepared. But there's a lot of uh, tournaments, a lot of events uh, coming up. I get a lot of invitations. I'm fighting the one in Brazil, the BJJ Stars. I'll fight. I'll face Leandro Law. We was supposed to fight uh, the last time. The last time we fought, but um, oh, the last time that, uh, we used to we used to fight, but uh, he got injured or something, so he couldn't make the to fight for the third, the third place. So they just put us to fight on the next one. But yeah, That's there's match. yeah, there's fight win. There's submission. Uh, we're, the the third the third coast so there's I think I I heard the spider is planning on doing a, another another tournament so it's good to see like everything's coming back again you know we that's how we live we live to fight we live to make that's how we make money absolutely we're very happy as fans as well yeah. some something new to Can't watch wait. you know I'm I like I like recapping but I'm excited to look ahead you know and see some new stuff definitely um, yeah. So we've reached the point in the show now where uh, we like to play a question from the guest from the day before. Yesterday was really cool, actually. We had uh, a couple of legends. We had Ricardo Laborio and Marilla Bustamante on the show, and uh, that was super fun. And they uh, they had this question for you, Hulk. So we'll go ahead and play that for him, Caleb. Yes, yeah. Let me let me think of that, Lucas. Listen, now we wanted to know if you had a time machine and you have to choose an era of a new jiu-jitsu or new school jiu-jitsu. Where will you go, and I guess who would you fight? I love it. That's a great question. Great. That's All a right. good question. <laughs> Crazy uh, one. Man, I think I will. I will. I will go. I will go back to to the past to to uh, where Margarita, Margarita, uh, Mar- Fernando Margarita, Tere, Jacaras, I would be. You know that for me was. Uh, you know, see that that because that guys was the one that got that the guys motivate me uh, to be where I am, 
and then uh, I really want to fight the, the, my idols, you know. Um, so that that one also, I think I think it was a really tough, a really tough uh, uh, time in the jiu-jitsu, you know. Like have the best guys, got uh, Jacare, Roger Gracie. Man, I wish I could fight Roger one day, you know. <laughs> Even though he was like, what? Like he's, huge, he's like, oh, I, <laughs> I would love to fight him. Uh, yeah, man, I think I would do that. I would go. I'll go back in the past and and go to the what, what was that nineties? Yeah, mid nineties, uh, basically 90s. early two thousands. Yeah, Margarita Terrey, like there's such a technical evolution in like the, the four to like seven years those guys were really active. I feel like the game changed tremendously. Plus, yeah, plus you get to fight the worlds of the Tijuca. You yes. know, <laughs> I've always wanted to go there, man. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Brazilian Nationals fought, and just see it. I fought the, the some real international opens, but now they don't do tournaments there anymore. But man, I'll, that would be cool having worlds that again. That will you know bring that energy. That would be cool, man. I'll, I would love it. But yeah, maybe I would use a time machine to go in the future and, and fight ten-time world champion. Lucas Hulk Barbosa. Okay. <laughs> when he's like 70 years old? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When he's much – hopefully I can retain what I have here and, yeah, you'll be much, much older. That's, that's the move, man. And then, he, then you go back and say, I'm going to beat you one day and get in his head. <laughs> in 10 years, you would probably have to chase me on my farm here in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Hulk, tomorrow's guest is going to be uh, Gary Tonin. So if you have any question that you'd like to ask him, it could be about jiu-jitsu, it could be about his diet, his life, anything, MMA maybe, you know, what what might come to mind for you? What, what do you want to know about Gary Tonin? What about, let me see. Man, um, I feel that, I don't know, what does he put in, a, what does he think on every time he fights? Because he always put on a show, so uh, is like that way that he does. Like the style he thinks about that before. Like um, um, if he changes his mind, like if it's a tournament with point, uh, like if a tournament with points, or if a super fight that uh, have to entertain. Like like what is different? He always like the same on the every 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 situations or what you know what like, I'm saying how does he approach the match D- different matches different yeah, situations yeah like how his approach is mad uh, um, uh, IBJF or super fight because I was put on a show you there know you go. so I love it it's like, yeah. great question you know Gary is one of the most exciting guys out there today yeah. I'm looking, looking forward to seeing him on the show so anyways, man, I think we've reached the point. You know, we've got a couple minutes left. This is a chance for you, Hulk, to uh, say a message to your fans, your family that are watching at home, and uh, that'll end out the show. That'll round it out for us. Yeah, man, i just like to thank you guys all for for, the, for inviting me to talk to you a little bit of my life. It was pretty cool. Love it. Um, hope to do it again. Uh, you, got, you guys are making quarantine better. <laughs> no. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, nobody, like, like that's the only act, uh, the only uh, connection we can have with jujitsu because we all have to stay at home. But yeah, let's uh, just like thank everyone uh, support me, and soon I'll be back in the mats. 
and start putting on the show again. Um, yeah. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much That's for calling us. We really appreciate the time. Stay safe down there in Brazil. And yeah, man, we're all looking forward to watching you compete again soon. Let us know when you get a when you get a match. We'll hype it up, man. For sure. The hope show is coming. All right, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys, for watching, and we'll see you in another episode of Who's Number One very soon.